Sound the alarm! <laughs> oh, welcome to the Locked on Leafs podcast. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive. You can hit me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Just a reminder, this broadcast is... Uh, podcast not broadcast this podcast is brought to you by built bar the best-selling protein bar on the market it's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar head to builtbar.com and enter the promo code locked on for ten dollars off your first order all right once again welcome to today's show um so i kind of had to do an emergency podcast because i mean yesterday the news dropped that austin matthews was diagnosed with covid19 and he tested positive um and the way that it went down, Steve Simmons of the Toronto Sun, he basically reported it, but like as a as a news story exclusive. And a lot of people have a problem with how he went about reporting the news. Like it wasn't just like a oh hearing he has COVID nineteen or anything like that. Like he knew this information, he sat on it, he had time to develop and write an entire story on it. And then he posted it as a as a Toronto Sun exclusive. Um, he's had a lot of flack, a lot of flack on it over the past twenty four hours since he reported the news. And there's there's basically two two sides of the argument. You know, there's some people saying that well, he shouldn't have done it. Like, how dare he? You know, who does he think he is reporting on private information like that? Austin Matthews has a right to privacy. If he doesn't want his information getting out there, then who is Steve Simmons to to tell the public what's going on um, and, and reveal that type of private and sensitive information? That's one side. The other side is saying, well, look, Austin Matthews is a public figure, and that kind of comes with the territory of being a public figure. Like, this kind of stuff happens. He's not the only athlete. He's not the only celebrity that has had uh, their COVID positive test being leaked. And I don't know why all of a sudden this is now a problem and an issue. Is it because it was leaked, or is it because of who leaked it? And I think that's the problem of what's happening these days to be quite honest with you i think like if it were one of the one of the um like established insiders such as bob mckenzie or elliot freeman or pierre lebron if one of them said hey hearing that austin matthews may be tested positive for covid19 i don't think it would have been as big as a situation as it's turned out to be um so i i'm just gonna basically talk about what this could mean uh, for Austin Matthews, what this could mean for their, for uh, hockey, what this could mean for the Leafs, and also kind of just give you my opinion of the whole situation. And uh, that's kind of what this podcast will be. Probably a short one, probably keep it to 15, 20 minutes here uh, just to get my thoughts across. Um, so I think where we got to start is kind of where I guess we'll pick up from where I was talking about just a moment ago. I think because it was Steve Simmons, and for some reason, people have it out for him. <laughs> people just aren't the biggest fans of Steve Simmons. They uh, think that sometimes he could be a little bit of, of uh, a little extra, I guess, um, in his reporting. Uh, he's not he's not quite the people's reporter, I guess, if we can say it lightly. Um, but you know what? He was doing his job. At the end of the day, his job is to report on newsworthy information that he hears about, that gets reported, that he can report. If he can break a story like that, that's him doing his job. So at the end of the day, I'm not upset at Steve. I'm not upset with him. I'm not. I'm not. I think that he was doing his job. Like, to be quite honest with you, if I would have had that information, I probably would have fired out a tweet too. Like, oh man, I just 
got word that apparently Austin Matthews might have COVID-19. You know, hopefully it's just a rumor, but, you know, hearing these things and hearing that in Arizona, where he's currently residing, is a hotbed where 20% of the cases who tested were positive. 20% positive cases the other day for testing in, in the state of Arizona. So it's very, very likely that he was one of those cases, to be quite honest with you. So if I got that information, I would have tweeted it out because let's be honest, that information was going to get there anyways. Like what happens when, um, if they go ahead, they do all this testing and stuff, and then they open up training camp to those who, who are good and healthy to go, and Austin Matthews is missing in Toronto. You don't think people are going to question that? If they open up a training camp, if they start practicing and stuff in Toronto or wherever the hub city that ends up being, um, and, and Matthews isn't allowed to come over and practice with the team quite yet because, you know, this was all kept under the table and he's got to do his quarantine and, and whatnot and not be with the team, you don't think questions were going to be asked? You don't think that information would have came to light? So why is it a big deal that you guys just found out two weeks earlier? Because this information was bound to come out. If it wasn't Steve who reported it, it was going to be somebody else. Look, it's unfortunate, and like, I don't want to say it's immoral, because it's kind of just the way it is for being a public figure, um, but it's it's not like he did anything wrong, you know? Like, me personally, I, I don't think he did, and I, I work in the industry, I guess, so I understand, you know, when you get a scoop like that, you got to kind of run with it, and people may not like it because it is personal, sensitive information. But, I mean, think about all the other celebrities and athletes who've had, you know, have been reported on. Like Ezekiel Elliott in the NFL. He was reportedly to have it. I mean, look about Rudy Gobert, who single-handedly basically stopped the world. You know, it was reported, oh, Rudy Gobert, he, he has it. It got reported. It was out there. People talked about it for a while. Why is Austin Matthews any different? Like, let's be honest with ourselves. This guy gets paid very handsomely. You know, his $12 million paycheck, unfortunately for him, means that he's got to deal with sometimes having his privacy invaded a little bit. And when it comes to medical records, this kind of is the type of stuff that gets invaded, especially in the times that we're living in right now, where we're just talking about hockey and sports ramping up and getting back together. And then, boom, a whole huge batch of positive tests pop up in in little pockets of of the country and in, in these sports cities like we heard about you know a possible uh something about the blue jays there's a possible player who's showing symptoms the phillies camp ended up they had like eight positive tests in the phillies camp the tampa bay lightning had a bunch of positive tests in arizona they got some positive tests like this stuff is being reported it's it's happening and austin matthews just happens to be extremely newsworthy in our in Toronto in our market because he's a superstar and people want to know what's going on with him so this is information that would have got it would have been out there it honestly would have been out there anyways I don't see the big deal in it I really don't I'm sorry and you could bash me and be like Mike that it's wrong though it's wrong it's immoral you know, he has a right to privacy. Yeah, sure, he does have a right to privacy. But it kind of comes with the territory. And it's kind of the one of the crappy parts about being a celebrity and a public figure. Is you really, your privacy, you, like, it's not, I'm not saying it's not there, but 
it's pretty easy for people to invade because they're kind of looking looking for it. They're digging to see if they can find anything about you that they can talk about. And people say, yeah, but it's a medical it's a medical thing. Like medical things should be kept kept you know secretive and 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 that stuff shouldn't leak out there. Well, what's a concussion? Is a concussion not medical based? Like this is where I, I get confused. You get a concussion or a broken leg or or you know. Uh, shoulder surgery or abdomen surgery groin surgery these are all medical stuff that stuff all gets out reported by by players you know zach hyman was i think he had he was playing with like a torn acl last year in the playoffs and he played through it and then decided to get surgery afterwards i mean yeah it was reported that he went under the knife and got surgery and nobody cared so why are people up in arms about it being reported that Austin Matthews has been diagnosed positive for COVID-19? It just, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I could be biased a little bit because, you know, I work in the industry. I'm somewhat of a, a reporter, journalist, you know, I went to school for journalism. I know what it's like. Uh, and, and if I was in Steve's shoes, I probably would have done the same thing. I don't know if I would have wrote, written an article about it, but I at least would have reported that, you know, like these reports are coming out that he's tested positive. And maybe that's the issue that people have more, just kind of the way that Steve went about it, as opposed to the fact that he just reported it and, t- and, and just said the news as opposed to made a big, giant, exclusive story about it. Maybe that's what's getting more, most people riled up and upset. And, and again, that's totally fair. You can be. But I don't think it's it's that much different from, you know, all the other athletes and celebrities who've also had their had positive COVID reports and it's been reported. Why is this any different? Why is the hockey world all up in arms about this? I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but what's going to be interesting is how this might affect things going forward. And it's not just because it's Austin Matthews. He's not the only one in the NHL who's tested positive. You know, there's a few tests out in Tampa that were being reported. You know, there's reports out there that there's a couple of players in Arizona that have it. So now you've got a few little pockets starting to grow. And, and you know, it hasn't been reported that Freddie Anderson has it yet, but Freddie Anderson spent some time in the offseason, like during this this break, living with Austin Matthews. In Arizona, which is a huge hotbed. You know, it hasn't been reported yet, but it's it's possible that he could have it. We'll go back to this conversation in just a moment. First, let me tell you a little bit about Rock Auto. You know, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everyone and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts and customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers they have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is uniquely and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifics and prices that you prefer 
prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and for the same for professionals and the do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? You go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for you, for your truck, or your car, and write locked on as for their how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the car parts that you'll ever need rockauto.com you know as we geared up for for phase three just as or phase two and we were going to get ready for to start training everyone's going to get back to their home cities start training you know they've done these little tiny get together skates of, of groups of like five or less and they've done all this now, and then they were hoping the next few weeks to, to branch out and start their training camps and get ready for the playoffs at the end of July or early August. I, I, I wonder if, you know, these first little reports of positives is going to keep happening as they start testing and testing more players. Because, again, it's going to be mandatory testing for everybody. Everyone has to get tested, whether you're showing symptoms or not. Every player will be tested for COVID-19. And if it turns out that a large majority of the players are asymptomatic and carry the coronavirus, are we going to get hockey this summer? You know, I don't think that was something that we really thought about. You know, the asymptomatic cases where we're just not completely sure. Somebody, you don't know that that person has it because they're not showing any symptoms. They don't feel bad, but it's in their system. They're testing positive for it. And the issue is, like, I guess they could pass it on to a family member or, you know, a rank member or, you know, somebody in management or a coach or somebody else who may not be able to fight off the 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 virus and it could be you know it could be deadly you see we see lots and lots of of fatalities because of of the coronavirus so far so it's going to be interesting over the next couple of weeks to see if when testing for all these athletes starts to ramp up and if we continually see players testing positive if they're just going to wait and, and I, I understand they're doing it now so that they can see, all right, who's positive, how many of them are positive, and are we going to be able to quarantine those guys for about, you know, two, three weeks and say, hey, you got to quarantine yourself or, you know, we're not going to get hockey and you guys aren't going to get paid this summer. So, you know, figure it out who you have now, right? So Austin Matthews, he's got it. There's some players down in Tampa, they've got it. Apparently there's some players out in Arizona who they have it. You know, we're probably going to end up getting some testing for all all the other teams in the next upcoming days, and we'll start getting results filtering in. You know, what percentage internally are they saying, okay, if we have, like, only 5% of the players who are testing positive right now, that may be manageable. But what if, what if, like we're seeing in Arizona, you know, there's pockets where there's, like, 15 20% of the players test positive. Can you play hockey if those numbers are that high? I I don't know. And it's unfortunate because the other day I, I was finally saying, I'm done saying if we get back because I believe we're getting back. It seemed like it. You know, here in Ontario, you know, cities were, were moved into phase two and, and, and Niagara, you know, Niagara got moved into phase two and some of those other cities, you know, still waiting on it. But Toronto, they might be only a week away. And then this happens and you're like, huh. And you look at what's happening in Florida, record cases 
day after day. Arizona, record cases day after day. Texas, day after day. You're just thinking to yourself, oh man, is the second wave coming? Is it coming earlier than we anticipated? Never talked about the second wave and, and it might come, but they also assumed that it was going to be next fall. But maybe it's coming now because, you know, we we flattened the curve, I believe, but maybe in some states they opened up just too quick. We'll continue with this discussion in just a moment. First, I got to tell you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It's got 16 amazing flavors. You got 16 flavors all filled with chocolate, some nuts, some not free flavors. Bars covered 100% in chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Best part of all, they're healthy. They're great for the health conscious guy or gal to help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein and high fiber. One of my favorites, the peanut butter brownie. I swear to you, it's delicious. It takes just like a cookie. It's got 20 grams of protein, just 170 calories, just 3 grams of sugar, and 3 net carbs. It is absolutely fantastic. You guys are definitely going to want to go and try these bars today. If you're somebody who goes out there and you you know, you know like your Cliff Bars or you like any other type of protein bar, you got to give this one a try. And I guarantee it, this will be your, your, your go-to. The Built Bar will be your go-to. Too. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get $10 off your first order. And use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And if you go today, today, this week, they're having a sale. 50% off everything. Their entire stock. 50% off. You don't want to miss out. You really do want to make sure you go out and you take advantage of that great sale. And if you use the promo code Locked On, you'll get $10 off your first order. That's at BuiltBar.com. What worries me now is Vegas. Because keep in mind, Vegas is like they still haven't figured out where they're going to have the second team, Hub City. But the first one they chose is Vegas. And if you have seen Vegas the last couple weeks, they're back in business, baby. Like, they're back to the way things were. They, like, there's barely any people wearing masks. There's uh, no social distancing whatsoever. Um, it's it's basically back to the way things were. People are partying. You know, the, the, the casinos and streets are full. I mean, I'm sure there are restrictions. Like, there's less people and stuff. But, you know, I'm just seeing videos. And based on those, like, it's it's it looks brutal. And if there's a handful of people there who have coronavirus... You know, based on how easy it is to contract, and, and we know this now, man, it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens in Vegas over the next little bit since they reopened, and once they start testing from within that city. And if that becomes a hotbed, well, is the NHL going to feel comfortable going there now? You know, are they going to have to reroute and maybe choose a different city that's not Vegas? If they become a, a big hub for the coronavirus because they opened up too soon? I hate that we <laughs> we got so close, and now it's like we you know we took one step forward. Now we're taking two steps back. You know now we're not we're not saying when we get back to hockey. We're back to if we end up getting hockey. I hate it. It sucks. I miss it. I'm sure you guys miss it too. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I think that the next week or two is gonna be really really telling. 
you know, on the flip side, you can make the argument, and, and a lot of people are, that, yeah, we're getting a lot more positive tests these days, but we're also testing way more. Way more. So we may be getting 4,000 positive tests, but we're testing 10 times the amount that we were before. So you can look at that, I guess, as a positive. And I think it, it was always kind of understood that there was always a lot more cases out there than was being reported just based on, you know, the, the old theory of like, if you see one mice, if you see one mouse in the house, that means that there's 10 that you don't see. And I think that a lot of people assume that the coronavirus was basically going under the assumption that that was going to be the case too. Because if you recall, the numbers were astounding. Like they assumed that a third of our country was going to end up getting infected with the coronavirus. And that was nowhere near the case. I mean, it could have been. We just didn't, you know, there was just a lot of asymptomatic cases that never ended up getting reported or tested. And that could be the case. And now, you know, a guy, you know, a bunch of athletes, they could be in that boat where they're asymptomatic. And then they go to get tested thinking that they're all good. They're going to pass. They're going to be negative, And it comes back positive. We'll see what ends up happening. I think it's going to be an interesting week. And... Um, based on the results that we get for some of the other teams, it's going to be telling whether or not we're going to get hockey. I don't know what the percentage is, but I could tell you that if it's a large enough percentage that ends up testing positive, man, I, I could see, I could see them basically saying it's not safe to return to play. And that's another argument in itself. You know, is it worth putting so many people at risk just to play hockey you know i know it's speaking as a fan and as a journalist and and somebody who works in sports media i want it back selfishly because i want something to talk about and i also just love watching hockey and i want to be entertained but at the same time you do have to remember that we still are in the middle of a pandemic some things are just more important than sports you know life and we got to kind of weigh out how uh, how much, you know, how important is finishing the season this year. And if we do, you know, how detrimental could it be? Or maybe it won't be. You know, we, we still don't know those answers. We still have those questions that need to be answered. But, um, yeah, we're going to have to probably leave it there again. I was just going to try and keep it to a quick 15, 20 minutes and just kind of get some some things off my chest there. Um, and and I just, to me, I think if there are enough players who test positive, I'm at the point where I'm going to go ahead and, and kind of be on on the team of, of postpone hockey, postpone sports. You know, I know that they discussed and said, you know, if we get a few cases, like if we return, we're returning with the thought that if we get a few cases, then we're not going to to stop it. Kind of like the first time, you know, Rudy Gobert tested positive and then that was it right in the NBA. That was it. And then some more positive tests popped up after they decided to, to put a hold on the season, of course. And the same thing happened, you know, in the NHL. And this time around, I don't think that they were saying if we return and a couple of people test positive, we got to make sure that we can get through that and keep going or else there's no point in coming back. However, 
there's got to be a number where they say, okay, this is too many positive cases and we can't continue. So over the next couple weeks, as they start preparing to get back for training camp, to start training with, with all their team, teammates and, and, and players again, they're going to have to all start getting tested within the next week or so. And uh, based on those numbers, I think we'll, we'll have a pretty good understanding of whether or not we're going to get we're going to get sports back. So hopefully we do. Really hope we do. But at the same time, it's got to be safe. It's got to be safe for everyone. So, all right, uh, that's going to do it for us here today on the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that little rant, that conversation that I just quickly had to get off of my chest. I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcasting streaming platforms and receive daily Leafs content. And if you like what you heard today, uh, be sure to definitely leave a review, uh, leave uh, leave a like and, and, and a five stars, if you will. <laughs> um, also, follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnLeafs. Follow myself at Mickey underscore Canuck. And if you want some more NHL hockey talk, be sure to check out the Locked On NHL podcast. As for myself, I'll be back with another show next week. Until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.